Welcome to the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin here with my mom, and today we're going to talk a little bit about Monday's episode, which was the God who provides. But we're going to wait to do that until the end because we want to talk a little bit about Christmas. This episode is airing on December 23rd. And I think it's important that we share just what Christmas is all about and also some of the traditions that we as a Kelly family do, which are really fun. So, and regardless of when you're listening to this podcast, the message is the same. Right. And the message is applicable whether it's Christmas time or not. But yes, regarding traditions, <laughs> one of the traditions that we have at the Kelly house is on Christmas Eve, we always do a breakfast dinner. Everyone, <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it means exactly what it sounds like it means. We have breakfast for dinner. It's probably one of my favorite traditions because we've been doing it since I was little. Like I don't remember a time where we had Christmas Eve where it was anything other than breakfast for dinner. And it's, it's always just, been that. Yes. Yeah. And then we watch Elf after, which is like my favorite Christmas movie, but we have been doing it forever. Yeah. And it's delicious. And who doesn't want pancakes, eggs, <laughs> bacon, fruit, waffles. Some years we did waffles. Yes. And everyone pitches in. Yes. Everyone kind of has fun. their own thing that they do. I usually do the eggs. Yes. I don't like my eggs dry. We do scramble, <laughs> by the way. Dad does the bacon and the pancakes. And, and Cam and fruit. I just, you guys kind of <laughs> Cam and I do the chime fruit. In with everything. We chime in here and there. Yeah. And uh, then Elf, we probably at this point know most of the lines in Elf. Oh, yeah. By heart. Like we Absolutely. can say them. We know what's coming. We know what he's going to say. <laughs> so that's a fun tradition. And then another tradition that we no longer have because our daughter's are older now in Hunters in Heaven um, is a tradition that we had when all the kids were little is that Jim on Christmas Eve would dress up in full Santa <laughs> gear from head to toe with his little bells and a sack over his shoulder. And I don't know if you it was trying because you're <laughs> smiling and I can tell. Oh, it was so much fun. And I just remember we would all be around the corner outside of our bedroom and looking and seeing Santa around the corner and just that he would eat part of the cookie and he'd leave some behind and then he would leave a note for us. Right. And it would always say something about like, be good for your mom and dad. And then also would talk about Jesus and the real meaning of Christmas. Right. But I always just love doing that. And I already told my dad that when I have kids someday, He's going to have to bring the Santa suit back out because oh, yes. he still it's has still, it. Oh, yeah. We still have I it. I know. He still has it. So I said, you're going to have to bring that back out when my kids are little. And the funny thing is about that is that you guys never question. I know. You're dead. Because we, we would always read a Christmas book while we were waiting to hear the bells. And we would all be snuggled up on Hunter's bed. So that myself and the three kids, we'd be reading a book. And then we'd hear the bells. And then we would hide around the corner. We could never get close. Right. We just, uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, right? dad wasn't there when we were reading no, the book. No, and you guys so where never caught on. Was? And then there was a few Christmases that he was really sweaty. And like, <laughs> he like literally looked like he just worked out. But it was such a special time. And the notes that he left, obviously yeah. I would do that. I would write them in my own handwriting. And then when you guys got older, I kind of was like, yeah, no, <laughs> they're going to know that I wrote this. So I ended up doing them on the computer. But that was such a special time. It really was. And I'm really thankful that we did that. 
all those years. And then I don't think Cameron actually figured it out until she was like 19 or something. <laughs> okay. Crazy. Let's just get this straight. She did not still believe that there was a Santa, but she didn't know it was my dad. And actually I will say too, I was older too. When I found out that it was dad, I always thought like, okay, maybe it's like a family friend or something right. that's like dressing up as Santa for us. But literally I just remember my grandma saying, Aaron, you didn't know that. And I'm like, no, she, and then she put all of the pieces of the puzzle together for me. And I was like, oh my gosh. Well, and then how did I not realize that? And the older you guys got, you started to ask questions. And of course I didn't want to lie to you. So you'd be like, well, what kind of a car does Santa drive? And I'm like, (laughs) well, just like your dad, because we said it was a special person. And you guys were like, well, does he fly in reindeer? And I said, no, he tried, you know, and then you're like, well, does he drive a car? I was like, yes. And so, I mean, there were questions along the way that you guys had, but once you found out and then we kept the secret for Cameron for, I literally, I think she was in her team. (laughs) She was. I'm not even kidding. She was. She definitely was. Which was so sweet because Jim loved keeping the tradition going. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, yeah. So now we're waiting for grandkids so that he can continue to do it. (laughs) But obviously Santa is a fun tradition to celebrate, but the real gift and the real blessing and the real meaning of Christmas is the birth of Jesus. And so that leads me to the next tradition that we do. And we've been doing this for, oh my goodness, at least 20 years. I still have all of our little pieces of paper and our hearts, but what we do, I don't know, Aaron, if you want to describe it, but it's a little box and inside the box is all of these hearts right that have our names on it the year on it and i love this because we get to look back on them and see them when hunter was here and see how long we've been doing them but what they are is hearts that are just cut out of paper and we would write the name and date on them and then we would pray and then we would put the hearts in the box to give our hearts to jesus first before we opened any gifts and i absolutely love that and i think as a little girl, I didn't understand the depth of it as much as I do now. Um, but just having all of those memories with Hunter doing it, I honestly can't remember a time where we didn't do it. Right. And then throughout Cam and I, our teen years and adulthood, and now having Parker, my husband, join us in doing that. It's such a special tradition that we have. And we're going to have to get a bigger box. Soon. I know. I know. I was thinking about it because I took it out and I was thinking, I'm like, ooh, it's kind of full. <laughs> and so, and obviously Christmas is a season of giving, but we wanted to give Jesus the first gift because it is his birthday celebration. How gracious is God that his birthday celebration is a season and a day when we can give, right? You know, and because we just can never outgive God. Well, and we can receive too, absolutely. Which is so mm. humbling that God gave His Son for us, and He brought His Son into the earth, Christmas, and yet we have the opportunity and the blessing of receiving gifts. And really, if well, we look, just yeah, if ahead, we just sorry. look at. Christ and him being born in a manger and all that he gave us and ultimately him giving us his life, it's our opportunity to receive that gift. Just like on Christmas, we receive gifts from family and friends, but we have the amazing, amazing opportunity to be able to receive the gift of salvation because Jesus came and he was born. And he is the greatest gift. And that that word receive is so powerful, and I'm so thankful that you said it. It makes me think of John 3, 16, 
which many, I'm sure you've heard John 316 before. If not, I mean, people hang, you know, they have signs at football games that say John 316. But let me read John 316 for us. It's for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God loved us so much that he gave. So God is the ultimate giver. And what he gave is his one and only son, Jesus. And that whoever believes in him, and that's the receiving, that we receive the gift of Jesus, Mm -hmm. shall not perish, but have eternal life. And ultimately, that is the greatest gift. I mean, Jesus gives us eternal life through him. And so in receiving that gift, we become children of God. There is no greater gift, not just on Christmas, but what a perfect time to receive the gift of salvation, to receive the gift that God gave us through his son, Jesus. But it's a gift every day and it keeps on giving, you know, not only once you receive Christ, but then the gifts that God gives us as a result of being his children. And that he promises to give us everything that we need for life and godliness. And all that we're talking about really reminds me of Sheila's episode. And I'm so thankful that we aired her episode this week on Monday because she talks about how much God provided for her in our desperate, in her desperate time of need. And just over and over again, the little ways that were actually really big ways that God provided. And as I was just listening to her episode and um, just reflecting on it, it reminded me that that's exactly what Jesus or God did with his son. He provided his son for us, provided, like you said, everything we need for life and godliness. And what a perfect time to reflect on that, all that God provided for us. And you know what the truth is, is that this time, is really hard for a lot of people. And it's just interesting that you said that. I was just, I have on my notes, holidays can be hard. I just read that. Mm. And you're right. right. Holidays can be a hard time if you're missing a loved one. I know for me that, you know, we have the hunter tree and we put the hunter tree up. It has pictures of hunter. And um, I don't know, it's hard because the holidays, although they're a time of celebration, I always think of hunter. I mean, I think of hunter every day, but the holidays specifically, I just wish he was here because I love his presence and I, I want to be near him. But that being said, I also know where he is right. based on what the word of God says. And that gives me such great comfort and encouragement to know that Hunter is in my future, that yes, he's not here with me right now, but someday we will be with each other forever. And that is because of the greatest gift that God ever gave, which is Jesus, his son. And, you know, not only do we need to receive that gift from God, but acknowledge our need for that gift. Mm, You know, I think we forget that because the world, you know, we, we live in a chaotic world that is so filled with so many things to fill our time and to fill the space in our mind that we, you know, we, we gravitate towards the things of this world first. I know I did. And I thought my greatest need is to have this or have that, you know, and it wasn't until Hunter was diagnosed that I realized that nothing on this earth could help. And I needed, I needed something mm-hmm. more. And I didn't even realize that I needed Jesus because I was separated from God and that I didn't even have a relationship with God and that I needed a relationship with God but receiving that gift is the greatest gift ever. Right. And even if the gift that God gives us is not what we thought it would be, 
I mean, with Hunter's life, we didn't think that you would receive a son that had a terminal illness. And yet, what a great gift to have Hunter. Oh my goodness. Right. I mean, he, and he led us to the ultimate prize, the right. whole purpose, the whole point of existence, which is Jesus. Exactly. And just the power in receiving that gift, I think is something that I'm really going to take into this holiday season is because the holidays are hard for me too. And yet continually day by day, receiving the gift that God has to offer us love, peace, patience, kindness, the fruits of the spirit. I mean, he gives us himself every single day. Like we've said, is the greatest gift. And I just want to take time to encourage whoever's listening that if the holidays are hard for you, you're not alone. We've been there. We are there. We still are there right. no matter how long it's been. And the things that we go through on a daily basis, the holidays are hard. So just know that you're not alone, but that you can take the pain of this season and you can bring it to God and he will give you immeasurably more than all you could ask or imagine. So I just want to end this episode by praying for anyone who's listening right now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you've given us and ultimately for giving us the gift of your son, Jesus. I pray for everyone today who is having a hard season, who's having a hard time during the holidays. God, I pray that you would meet them right where they are, that you would remind them that they're not alone and that you are with them and you're for them and you will give them everything they need for life and godliness. I thank you for all that you have done and all that you will continue to do in each of our lives. And we trust that in the midst of it all, you will do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen.